While the Astros wait to take on the Padres, Chaz McCormick isn't one of the big boys, but he is one of the big boys. We'll talk about this and so much more on today's Locked on Astros. Alvarez hits a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, we're going to find you when you're not talking down on Chaz McCormick. Hey, hold on. I didn't talk down on Chaz McCormick. That was not me. Hey, we'll clear the air, okay? I'm H. John Wilhouse. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at H. John Wilhouse. You can find me at Stroh's 411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stroh's. Guys, thank you for making us your first listen. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Go and give us a big fat thumbs up and go and hit that red subscribe button. It takes a second and it takes a second to hit the like button. Just do it, please. Do it for us, please. And go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and become an everydayer. Somebody that listens to our podcast every day and just become part of the Locked On Astros Nation. And guys, this episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on mlb or enter promo code locked on mlb for a free water bottle with any order you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you uh so brett we have uh we were gonna focus mostly on this padre series but then Mm. the athletic had to drop this bombshell of article and like if there's no context to what you said to open the show it's like wait what's going on here why is brett hating on Chaz McCormick there, but there's a reason for that. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but guys, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. The Astros have are coming off this historic series where they dominated the Rangers 39 to 10. They hit 16 home runs, but now they return back to home where they have a negative seven run differential and they've got to somehow find a way to score these runs that they're scoring on the road at home. And I know I joked yesterday that Astros fans should go ahead and, and start screaming cheater or something like that just to get uh, make it seem like a road game. But the Astros <laughs> got to find some way to win at home. And I think it's just it's going to be Michael Brantley being back in the lineup more consistently. And I think that the confidence they got playing the Rangers because the Rangers are not a uh, a slum of a team. They're a great team. And yes, Adolis Garcia did go on IL today, and I hate that for them. I mean, you want to beat the best. You want to be the best. You want to beat the best, and you wanted them at their peak uh, efficiency. And unfortunately, uh, he did hit his knee uh, uh, when it was. I think it was Michael Brantley's home run. But he yeah, it was on Michael Brantley's home run. Yeah, Yeah. he had he had jumped and he came down wrong. So yeah, you know you hate to see that, but look, um, we're out of Arlington. We. I went and watched um, Bryce Bryce Patrick's Locked On Rangers today, and wow, he he called it the worst series ever. Um, he is he is down bad. He's just like, hey, let's just look forward to next year. The Rangers' soul has been taken from them. I mean, that was a that was a that was a beatdown. So you know, the Astros beat the Rays. 
this this Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde mode that they're in has got to end at this right. San Diego series. Um, and we'll get to that series in the third um, segment here. But before we do, um, Chandler Rome, who is Dusty Baker's best friend, I'm pretty sure Chandler and Dusty go have drinks after games because they're that close and they really like each other. I'm sure they send each other gifts on their birthday. There's just this mutual respect between Chandler and between Dusty. But of course, I'm joking if you know anything about the clubhouse fodder that goes on. Now, look, the Astros don't really have, haven't really had a guy um, like, in, you know, like in other cities. You'll see guys in New York. You'll see guys in L.A. that really kind of catch fire. They'll they'll do something to maybe like, you know, like a mad dog, right? They'll be a polarizing figure. Chandler Rome is really kind of stoic when he's in person. You know, we've 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 talked to him both. Um, you know, good dude overall, but he's all business and he is a true journalist in the truest sense of the form. He doesn't care what people think about what he writes. He writes and he tries to find the facts. And all year, you, myself, and everybody else has asked, why is Chaz not playing more? Right. Well, we found out at first from last week, he said, Well, it's it's easy if you have Julio Rodriguez. Which is interesting because let me tell you where Chaz McCormick ranks with Julio Rodriguez in 2023. Chaz has entered Wednesday with an OPS of 50 points higher than Seattle superstar center fielder through 38 fewer games. He also has a higher batting average, a higher on-base percentage, and a higher slugging percentage. And his defensive metrics even put the two in the same category, the same range, okay? So McCormick... That suggest, well, he would get more playing time. Wrong. Six Astros have taken more plate appearances. Seven have appeared in more games. And so the question remains, Dusty Baker, why is he not in there? Okay. Hey, let me know when you need me to do the little sounder. Okay. Go ahead and bring it. Okay. Hold on. Uh, I wasn't ready. All right. Here. Thoughts by Dusty. So as to characterize his relationship with Baker, this is what Chaz McCormick said before we get to Dusty, okay? Right now we're okay. Hold on. It's really all about winning each game here on out. No distractions. We're good. Now, Dusty Baker, when he was asked about Chandler Rome, he said he ain't a big boy yet. After Wednesday's 12-3 to bludgeoning, it's hard to be a big boy right out of the gate. What is this? Chaz's third or fourth year? That's not right out of the gate, but whatever. What um, He says the big boys are Altuve, Bregman, and Tucker. Those are the big boys. The other boys are approaching big boys. So I didn't know there's a category big boys and approaching big boys. Um, now, I understand. I totally respect Altuve, Bregman, and Tucker. Okay, they're the big boys. I get it. But why so it says to suggest McCormick doesn't play at all would be disingenuous because he has started 42 of Houston's 50 games since the all-star break. So, so that's true. Then he says, I've been with Baker. This is, this is Chaz. I've been with Baker a couple years now. So I know his agenda. I know that he likes to play everyone. Obviously I want to be out there every night, but he does a good job. Obviously you want Yiner Diaz to play all the time. He hits the crap out of the ball. I think he does a good job with good matchups. But Dusty Baker continued, and when he said he's not a big boy, this is what he says. It's not all about OPS. It's not all about hitting. 
and I'm a hitter. It's a total game thing. If you're going to win, you know what I mean. You want to give yourself as many options and categories to win the game. Now, hitting wins the games usually, but other areas of the games is what loses you one-run games and don't do this and don't do that. I know everybody wants Chaz to play. Now, with that being said, I don't know what that means. I, I, I don't I don't speak Dusty. Dusty says things that I think he says too much. I think Dusty tries to overexplain. And you're talking to a guy who uses a lot of words and a lot of life, okay? But, Eric, I don't know what to make of this other than it sounds like there's a rift, but I don't think there is, okay? Right. But he goes on because people in the organization have told Chandler off the record they're frustrated because he, Chaz is not playing all the time. Dusty doesn't like his weight gain. So while Chaz is not a big boy, he's a big boy. He's gained too much weight. He's at 220. But you know what he's doing at 220, Eric? He's absolutely crushing the baseball. He's chasing down baseballs in the outfield. Yeah, he didn't have the best arm, but he's playing his best ball. So what do you think, Eric? Do you think this is much to do about nothing? Do you think? I think. Chaz McCormick plays a lot in the playoffs. I think he optimizes the lineup in the playoffs when it really counts. But this just seems odd. Is this Chandler picking issues with Dusty? Or is this maybe a real thing in the clubhouse that's been brewing all year? I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that there's been some internal discussion. Uh, I don't know who is having this discussion. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it's like Joe Spada or anybody in the actual uh, locker room. But there may be somebody in the front office that's saying, yeah, I would like to have Chaz McCormick. If you look at the numbers, it, uh, he's one of the best center fielders out there. But uh, according to the big boy status, Jeremy Pena, he does not deserve to be playing every day. Why the hell was he playing last year every day? He's not a big boy. True. I mean, is it the fact that there's other people that can play that position? That's why he's not able to wear the big boy pants. And so I, I just think that just because maybe he gained a little bit of weight over the offseason, I mean, we've seen Bregman gain some weight in offseason. That didn't cost his job last year. Uh, yes, his offense struggled, not last year or year before. It was one of those years right. where he, he backed on some weight, but uh, it was muscle weight. But uh, he did slow down a little bit offensively. But I don't know. I this just sounds weird. And then I know uh, in a second, we're going to talk about some other comments that you said that about that um, Chaz McCormick said about Diaz and why Diaz isn't playing more. And so there's just a lot going on here, but this is a team that is in first place in AOS as one of the best records in American league. And I guess we are just, I'm going to say it. If it's about, I don't want to say it, but if it's about being overweight, what's going on with the catching situation? Uh, if, if, if that's the issue, I mean, if, yeah. if you're going to say that's it's the not- issue, you're right. You're right. If that's the issue, there are other guys on the team that I think we that you would think would need to be addressed. And like powered by plant says too much meatloaf. You know how plumber says, Ma, what's the meatloaf? I mean, look, Chaz maybe needs to slow down on the meatloaf, but you know what? You know what? No matter what's going on with Chaz, no matter what he's eating or consuming, he can have bird dogs because bird dogs make you look good. That's right. They have stretched khaki shorts. They are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts. Look, 
If you wear bird dogs, you'll look like 212 Chaz, not 220 Chaz. You'll look like 207 or 217 Maldonado, not 230 Maldonado. Bird Dogs also uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So if the manager turns up the heat on your playing time, grab some Bird Dogs. And look, I love Bird Dogs. I've got three pair of shorts. I've got a pair of joggers. I've got the tech hat they sent me. I absolutely love the Bird Dog line. They're phenomenal. They're good for dates. They're good for golfing. They're good for an evening out, going to the pool, working out, or just hanging out with your bros, all right? So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnMLB and enter the promo code LockedOnMLB at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle. It's hot out there. It's 100 plus degrees. Why not get the Bird Dogs water bottle with the Bird Dogs shorts? Use the promo code LockedOnMLB for your free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise. And the Astros do play the Padres on Friday at 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. You know, Eric, and I think sometimes in Dusty trying to explain, like I said, I think he, I think he means well. I don't think Dusty meant to say that Chaz isn't like, like, how do you say he's not a big, like, how do you say that he had, I mean, I think he's earned it, right? And right. you make a very valid point. Jeremy Pena wasn't a big boy, but he played every single day. You didn't go, well, we don't have Carlos Correa to throw out there every game. He struggled we don't have at the Lindor. I know, but what I'm saying is, like, he didn't throw out examples in other right. positions. Jordan Alvarez, 2019, they didn't hold him back. He definitely wasn't a big boy other than he's six six foot something and he's a big dude. But that's why I think sometimes these things come across to the fans. And we're not trying to create an issue where there's not an issue. But I think these kind of things, the fans hear it and they they either A, are astonished or they just don't like, I don't believe it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Are you going to get onto a guy for his weight? I mean, I just, it's not like he came in at 320, dude. I mean, come on. I mean, Bartolo Colon, he pitched so long. He was a big fella. Babe Ruth, he pitched, he hit for so long. He was a big fella. Cecil Fielder. There's many examples of guys that pitch. He pulled out Cecil Fielder. I love it. Yes. (laughs) There's a lot of people out there that were big fellas, and they still were able to play baseball. Taz McCormick, when I look at him, I don't like, yeah, you know what? He's overweight. That was, man, Chaz, man. Chaz needs to eat more salads. <laughs> I've never, because he looks healthy. He he looks, and, and look, even Chaz did a good job addressing the situation. Chaz didn't create drama. Chaz did not go at his manager. And the thing is that we can't slight this clubhouse for is the players do not throw Dusty under the bus. The players fall in line. They have Dusty's back. And even when Dusty says things that I think kind of sound a little snide and a little cutting, the players don't ever react. I think that's a smart move, number one. Number two, it just gets old, man. And maybe we're spoiled because we have such a great team. But, Eric, I saw these when he says he's not a big boy, but then he criticized or he's critical of his weight, but he's too big of a boy. It's like all I could think of was Roy D. Mercer. You must be a big and old boy. How big and a boy are you? You know, kind of thing. And so I just, whatever. I, I, what? 
Is it was it for clicks? Was it a good article? I think it was a good article. Was it for clicks? Ah, eh, maybe. But even Ken Rosenthal retweeted it. Interesting stuff within the Astros clubhouse here from Chandler Rome. And I'm like, yeah. So if you look at uh, what's going on with the Astros, I think that what they need to do from here is they need to put their best lineup out there. And eventually, whatever's going on with Dusty and Chaz McCormick, and I think Yiner D, I, I'm going to be honest here. Yiner Diaz is not necessarily just a Dusty thing. The pitchers really want to throw to Martin Maldonado. They have this comfort level with him, and they want to throw to him. And the fact that he's been hitting a lot better recently, Maldonado has, that doesn't help the fact. But it's like, I think Yiner Diaz, his playing time is going to be very limited at this point, because especially if Brady's going to, I don't think he's going to have three, uh, two home run games with seven RBIs every day. But if he starts hitting a little bit more regularly, you're not going to get playing time at first base. You have Brantley back. You have um, Alvarez, who's going to be playing a lot of D, uh, DH. You're not going to have a lot of place to play Diaz except for catcher. And the pitchers like throwing to Martin Malnado. They don't care what the stats say. They like throwing him. Just like if you had a teaching aide, Brett, and you got comfortable with that teaching aid. All of a sudden, they change up the teaching aid, uh, and all of a sudden, you don't like that person. You're not going to feel comfortable. It's going to throw off your whole uh, teaching year. You're going to be like, this This feels uncomfortable. And you're going to be like, can I have this other person back? That's what's going on with the pitching situation. And I, I know as Astros fans, we look at it as like, well, offense, you got to score runs. You got to do this. But at the same time, you got to think about the pitchers. The pitchers have to feel comfortable. If they're not on top of their game, then they're not going to pitch well. Yes, they're going to suck right. sometimes. Yes, they're going to have bad games. But um, if they feel better with Martin Maldonado behind plate. Yeah. Okay. So so Jay asked me here, he says, um, Brett, do you think this is in the club? This is clubhouse basically controlling it or it's innate talking about whether Chaz McCormick does not go back at dust or make remarks. I think that's Chaz's character. Chaz comes across to me as a genuinely like a good guy, like someone who is is above the fray, someone who is not going to get petty or small, even if someone were to go at him. Um, he had reason to be upset at the beginning of the season, coming off the World Series cats, coming off the what he did in the postseason to be upset at not being played. So I think if anything were to come out, it would have come out early in the year. But the end of the article does leave this. Dusty Baker also adds another reason, and Chandler kind of put this at the end. Maybe it was the end of the conversation, but it's at the end of the article. Remember to always read to the end. Michael Brantley coming back has something to do with it. Baker said again, denying Chaz McCormick's weight is making an impact. Dubon's play in center field has something to do with it. We're trying to win ball games. This ain't about any particular guy except the big boys on the team. If if I was a reporter, I would say, but I thought you said Chaz was a big boy. No, <laughs> not that type they, of big boy, Brett. Come on. No, I know. Read between the saying. lines. Read between the lines. <laughs> but also, we have to understand that Dusty Baker is old school. He likes to get everybody playing time. Jake Myers, you get playing time. Uh, Greg Kessinger, you get school, playing time. But old school is they weren't in shape. They smoked, drank beer, ate hamburgers <laughs> in the clubhouse. They weren't healthy. They were big. I'm not boys. justifying it. 
I'm just, I'm just saying, saying what Dusty Baker is thinking. I mean, if a dude wants a freaking Whataburger after he gets two home runs, let him eat a dang Whataburger. Like, who? come on, bro. Anyways, I'm yeah. joking. I, I'll joke in this side. Um, slow news day, right? <laughs> yeah. When this outside is of the yeah. out, outside of the Rays completely failing to beat the Mariners, lost one to nothing. Thanks. So now we're a half game up instead of a full game, which is fine. So worst case scenario, if the Astros can't capture a win Friday, they'll be tied. But you hope that, like someone said, hey, let's just do sweeps the rest of the year. Hey, let's just win out. That would be so fun, right? So uh, we're facing Blake Snell tomorrow. That's going to be an interesting matchup. We'll have to talk about that in a second. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's had like one bad start all year where he gave up six runs. Other than that, he's given up four or less, uh, four only one time for uh, every start. So he's actually been having a pretty darn good year. So we'll have to talk about that. We'll go ahead and talk a little bit more about the rest of the matchup. And we'll talk about what the Astros need to do from here. But uh, this is definitely a... uh, interesting time of the Astro season. And if you want to get into the action, when I say action, let's talk about FanDuel. FanDuel is great. It's something where you, uh, football started. I was watching football game earlier at Hooters. I know this is going to lead into our next live read, but uh, it was just great to see uh, NFL football back in action. And if you want to get incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book, right now, new customers can uh, bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy, easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season with offers you don't want to miss. What will the Astros do versus Padres? How will JP recover? Will he? Uh, what will the Astros do? Uh, Al- Altuve, will he have another three home run game? Uh, Martin Maldonado, is he going to have two home run game? So there's so much that you go out there and with FanDuel and do. So FanDuel, official partner at NFL, and go ahead and go to uh, FanDuel.com slash locked on MLB. All right, so listen, if you want to watch the game, go hang out with at um, Hooters. Listen, this weekend, you can hang out with us September 9th at the Baytown Hooters. Eric and I will be there. We'll be doing a pregame live podcast. We will have giveaways. We'll have World Series rings to give away. We will have bobbleheads. We will have Astros tickets. It'll be fun. So come hang out with us. And why? Because Hooters always makes you happy. And look, I went there this week. I'm telling you, top-tier smoked wings phenomenal you got to get them and look eric's even discovered the blue moon drafts lately three dollars blue moon drafts 9.99 Michelob ultra dollars that's amazing there you go and thank you eric <laughs> september 7th which is right now when we're talking see if you missed it then you need to go next week because every thursday night they have thursday night karaoke after thursday night football at the hooters in nasa and they have happy hour till close so check it out great brew great wings they got great desserts the world famous hooters girls so make sure you go hang out tell them you're there from locked on astros and they'll give you a free basket of fried pickles and the astros do play the padres on friday 17 p.m central standard time each and every pitch you can catch the astros hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app Search Astros. So, Eric, you mentioned Blake Snell. Blake Snell's 12 and 9 this year. 
Um, and he's a very good pitcher. He's opposed by Hunter Brown. I believe Diaz will be catching. Um, people are asking us about the lineup, but when we look at the people in the Astros lineup that have had success, I'm pretty sure you're going to see Brantley because he's hitting 667 against him. Bregman's hitting 357. Chaz, big boy, is hitting 500. Tucker's hitting 500. And Altuve's hitting 333. Abreu's only 231, but he's got a home run. You've got one, two, three. You got six players that have at least one home run off of Blake Snell in their career. So it looks like we're going to have a death lineup for Friday night. Yeah, but if you're looking at the current pitching power rankings, um, Blake Snell, uh, according to MLB, is ranked up at top. You have Justin Steele, then Garrett Cole, Spencer Strider, then uh, Koji Singa with the Mets, then Sonny Gray, Max Scherzer, Zach Wheeler, Kyle Bradish, Freddie Peralta, and Cole Reagans of the Royals. Cole Reagans, he, he's the guy that the uh, tr- the Rangers traded for World of Did you did you mention Blake Snell in there? Yeah, he's number one. Where's he ranked? Oh, number he's one. number one. Yes. Well, okay. So where's Max Scherzer ranked? He's number seven. And no, okay, just well, number seven. No, but listen, he's number and seven. No, from Valdez. Eric, he's number seven, and we just crushed Scherzer. Scherzer right. owns the Astros. We just crushed Scherzer. I don't care where Snell's ranked. If this team comes out and you've got Yiner in there, you've got McCormick in there, you've got Brantley in there. Dude, Brantley is just hitting out of his mind right now. This team is is hitting really well. I really have a hard time believing that they're going to have a repeat outcome like they did against the Yankees in this series. I really have a hard time believing that. A lot of my friends at work today were having this conversation, and one of them was like, Eric, don't expect the Astros to go out there and demolish the Padres like they did the Rangers. And we know this. We know that they're they're not going to go out there and hit 16 home runs. That was something historical. That's something that you're probably only going to see once every, what, 20 years in a three-game series. But what we want them to do is just play better baseball at home. This is something that they've struggled to do all year. It's something offensively, and uh, they just can't keep up with their pitching. So what, what we want them to do is just play a little bit better baseball. And by doing that, you got if, – um, if it's a Dusty's comment the other day, remember he was like, well, who I put in center field depends on what we need for that day. Well, if you struggle at home, Dusty, offensively, put in your offensive player. Mic drop. There you go. All right. Well, look, here's the deal. I'm about to show y'all what Blake Snell's record and everything is against the Astros um, because it's actually not as bad um, as you think. And I think the Astros, They've I thought before. that he had, yeah, I, I, I thought that he was a little bit ownage on us, but apparently not. So here it is. Ownage um, is that a word? Yes, it's a word we use it in the 90s. Snell is two and three versus the Astros with the 611 ERA, 34 Ks, and seven appearances. So he may be number one ranking right now. But remember, this Padres team is under 500. Right. Okay. And I haven't looked. I need to look at where they are the last 10 games or what they've been doing recently. But I'm not as worried about this Padres team this year right now as I was like in the past pre 
Tatis getting suspended. Like when, you know, even with Juan Soto, even, even with. You've got the the whole thing about the Astros playing down to the competition. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know if I believe that, but we, did we, is that what happened with the Yankees? Well, but the Yankees were hot. The Yankees were hot at the time. The, the, the Padres are five and five in their last 10 games. Um, they've allowed, um, five, uh, runs again. Okay. That's, they have a plus 64. It's interesting. They have a plus 64 run differential, but they're 66 and 75. So they find ways to win games, I guess on the road, they're 27 and 39. We are only 35 and 34. Yeah. So look, it's going to come down to what Mr. Bregman said. And we're going to keep saying on this show comes down to execution. You've got to execute. And you've got to hope that the lineup that is out there is optimal. Okay. Um, by the way, thank you. I am Amanda for that little stat. She threw that to me on Twitter. The stuff from uh, Blake Snell. The Padres are under 500. They are 66 and 75. That is correct. So Mr. Corona says it's going to be a tough series. Look, it's not going to be easy, but I just don't think that it's a definite guarantee that the Astros, again, are going to go out and do what they right. did against the Yankees. I think it was a wake-up call, and I think they were kind of embarrassed by it because it was in front of their home crowd. And you want to give your home crowd something to talk about. Um, it will be a close series. I think the Astros can take two of three, but we have to let the games play out because we don't know what team is going to show up um, this Friday. And so I know everybody's like, Brett, this is going to be a tough series. I get it. I get what y'all are saying, but I still believe in this team over, over the other team. The Astros against sub 500 teams are 40 and 43, uh, away. They are 45 and 27 at home. They are 35 and 34. Uh, if you look at the run differential, the Astros are negative seven at home and add seven. So they are plus 131 on the road. So that's that's just blows my mind. They're like one of three teams in MLB history to have such a big disparity. It's and they've huge. got to fix that if they want to win in playoffs, honestly. No, exactly. And, you know, with that being said, I still want them to win the division. I still want them to have a week off to set their lineup, to set their rotation and all that stuff. They have to. I think they, I think that gives them an advantage. Um, a lot of people want them just to get in the wild card and, like, play three games on the road and – and just win those games and then do what they need to do. I think we end up um, facing the Baltimore Orioles in the ALCS. If it were, because if it were to end today, we would be the number two seed. We would play the winner of the twins and the blue Jays. Right. Um, the Orioles would play the winner of the Rays and the Mariners. More than likely we get past. I, I, I don't see the, I don't see the twins winning a series. Sorry, twins. I don't, I don't believe in y'all. Um, I see us playing the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are a tough team this year. Um, and I see us getting to the ALCS versus the Orioles. If we do against the Orioles, that's great. You know why? They have home field advantage. You know why? We're great on the road, just like you said. So I'd like our playoff hopes right now. If we drop to fourth or fifth, we're going to yeah. have to play the Orioles before we get to the LCS. So, yeah. I have some closing thoughts, Brett. I think that if big boy Martin Maldonado continue hits like he does and Jose big boy, sorry, big boy, Jose Abreu keeps on uh, hitting what? and almost, uh, no, he's not a big boy, uh, but Jeremy Pena, I don't know what he's labeled as. He's almost Jeremy Pena, so boy. Jeremy Pena is maybe is a medium boy. 
No, he's not even a medium boy. He's still a little boy because he's 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 in his he's second an approaching, year. He's an approaching big boy. Is he approaching? Oh, okay, so we're talking the star scores now. We're approaching and we're we're reaching grade meets, level meets. meets grade meets grade level approaches. Okay, so teachers we're waiting for Chaz McCormick to meet grade level. That's what we're doing. So, okay, Chaz McCormick, we got to wait till you get a certain uh, age, then you can meet oh. grade level. Then you cannot. Then you can be a big boy. So that's what we're waiting for. Then you can get more playing time, or the Astros get a new manager. So is Justin Ver- so Justin Verlander's a big boy. Hunter Brown's approaching big boy. Um, pretty much every one of their pitchers is a Hunter is Brown is not big a big boy. boy. I know he's approaching. No, he's, he's, he's clearly his, he's not even in his second year. Okay, he's, so he's 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 still a baby boy. <laughs> he's a baby boy. If you're looking at Dusty Baker's uh, quality for a big boy, it's three to four years. So, or or 18 extra pounds or Jordan Alvarez <laughs> crushing the ball. And he's a big boy instantly. Big boy. Jeremy Pena then, becoming I, ALCS MVP world series, ALCS, or, sorry, MVP, big boy. It's like that kid. Um, it's like that kid from, from the, from the little league a few years ago. He's like, he's like, I'm, he goes, I'm big Al and I'm just here to hit dingers. I'm big yeah, Chaz or, uh, and I'm here to hit dingers. There's, oh, there's this, this guy great. from Prison Break, um, the the Cuban guy, but he played in some little league movie, and uh, oh, he was, oh yeah, and he was I like, uh, he said, they said, wait, you're too old for this, and he had mustache and muscle muscles, and they're like, but I have a birth certificate, and it's like, I am <laughs> I'm twelve <laughs> or something. That's funny. <laughs> well, look, um, here's the deal. Um, with all the big boy talk aside, the Astros are the big boys on the block. And Chaz, even if you're 12 pounds heavier, we love you, brother. Yes, the Astros will be playing the Padres 7-10 Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Astros, and we are going to be rooting on the big boy or non-big boy, whatever Chaz McCormick is, because we love Chaz McCormick. We love Yiner Diaz. We love the, this entire team, and we wanted this team to go back to the World Series. My name is Eric Heisman. He is Brett Chancy. We are the Lockdown Astros podcast, and go Strings. Let's get a big boy sponsorship out of this. Big boy burgers. Are we big boys yet in this podcast yet? I think I'm a big boy. I I don't know about you. No, I'm a big boy. You're not.